baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's 9.30 in 716. On opposite ends of the Skyway Reconstruction Project, opposing stories of its impact. It's the chunks of concrete, the rebar. They should have tented it off in some way. We were pretty confident that they had a plan for this, so we never had to request any additional uh um, you know, safety measures or anything like that. And a local congressman throwing targeted criticism at the DOT for its lack of communication on its plans. Uh, you won't know, I won't know what DOT is thinking because they're indifferent to the concerns of the local community. I'm Tim Wenger on the podcast, powered by the Brothers of Mercy, a five-star rated skilled nursing residence offering affordable living in a country setting. The massive Skyway reconstruction project is underway. It's a two-year project. It involves completely shutting down traffic in one direction during different portions of the days. We're all getting used to the detours, so to speak, but for those who work and play beneath the giant Skyway, the $30 million refurbishing project is, well, cause for concerns. Let's start at the outer end of the Skyway, where the RCR Skyway Marina is nestled beneath the bridge. There's uh, dust everywhere. It's a concrete dust, like like a heavy sand. Rick Leonard at RCR says marina staff and boat owners, and customers as well, have some pretty serious concerns. Uh, it's also the noise from the uh, jackhammers digging up the roadbed chunks of concrete there's some rebar that's fallen it's dangerous and we saw that at canal site it's all tarped and covered but yet on this side of the river uh the buffalo ship canal there's there's no protection at all and looking at these yachts that you have here it's not like there's just a little bit in some areas they go pretty deep in these yachts yeah the uh the the boats that are here not only the boats that we have for sale but the customer owned boats that are still on land that haven't been launched and the boats that are in the slips now there's there's more dust and dirt than normal and the customers cars get covered in it and the boats get covered in it and the boats that we have for sale we have to constantly clean them it's you know like a used car lot but it's every day they have to be washed down and it's it's getting redundant this is obviously not good for what you guys have to do here when it comes to business that being said, what have been some of the complaints that your customers have had about the, the cement dust that's been coming down? It, it's getting on their boats, getting on their cars. Somebody comes down on a Sunday afternoon to go sailing or go you know, out fishing or something, and they come back and their cars are covered in this dust. And it's, it's, it's not good. It's not, and we're breathing this stuff, which I sent an email to the EPA, and they said contact Erie County Department of Health. There's no bite. Nobody wants to do anything. We're small potatoes. Have you had a chance to speak with anybody from the DOT about getting that tarp from Canal Side moved over here or a second one so Canal Side can get one and you guys can get one? Our yard manager did talk to the project manager, and he said that they're done with the heavy stuff. But you saw that 
it's Mike. It's it's not changed. Well, at least for this year. For this year and next year, they're going to do the other side. So it's going to be the same thing all over again. On top of the inconvenience of, I come from the north town, so I have to take the back roads to get here, and then in the evening, I have to take the back roads to get out of here. Louisiana and Ohio. They said they timed the signals. They really haven't. It's it's all backed up. And somebody from our office left the other day, and one of the bridges was up during rush hour, and they had to wait for the bridge to come down. It's it's not been well organized. Rick, you operate from underneath the skyway, and I mean directly underneath it. You can look up, you can see the various holes that are in there. I mean, how serious is the skyway problem that, yes, they're rehabilitating it, but with the way that it's happening, everything is coming down. What specifically are you noticing in various parts of the skyway that's coming down? Obviously, you talk about the rebar and everything, but what else? It's it's the chunks of concrete, the rebar. It's they should have tented it off in some way. The canal side is a perfect example. They tented it off. They're they're being careful not to drop anything on the ground there, but yet on this side of of the ship canal, it's it's wide open, and there's a bike path under here. There's no signs, you know, watch overhead for construction. People could be riding their bike and something could fall, and you know, anything could happen. How many boats do you have here at the RCR Yacht Marina that are affected by this? I would say all of them are being affected. We, we store over a little over 300, and we dock 155 boats, and we're sold out. But it's, it's the most protected harbor at this end of the lake. But the construction debris is, is really becoming a... And these aren't okay. these aren't cheap boats either. Some of them. Well, yeah. I mean, some of them. These aren't total one percent owners. These are normal school teachers and business owners. But there's also conglomerates of three, four people that own a, a small twenty-eight foot boat. These are not mega dollar boats. This is not Palm Beach. These, you know, fifteen, twenty thousand dollar boats, which may seem a lot to some people. Some people have that tied up in a motorcycle and more into a motorhome. It's it's just a lifestyle. But their lifestyle is, is being affected. The, the recreational time is being affected by this. Rick, I don't know if you had mentioned it already, but if the, the tarp is under the skyway on this part, do you th- really think that that can make a big difference when it comes to stopping the dust, the concrete little bits that fall? It can't hurt. I mean, we're breathing. We, the employees that are working here, launching the boats and working in the marina, we're breathing this. This is it's a quality of life issue for us. I think that they should at least attempt to try and curtail some of it. Now a trip back over the bridge to the downtown end of the Skyway where a giant tarp is in place to protect the expansive canal side property and event space below. You know, so far in canal side, we've had, uh, we haven't had any issues. Matt Lasota is general manager at canal side. Well, this past weekend was, you know, our first really, really busy weekend and first event. And, uh, so far so good. We didn't have any, uh, you know, any honestly, if you're on the ground at Canal Side, other than just if you looked up, you'd see it. If if you didn't know it was there, though, uh, there, there's been no impact so far, which has you know so far been a good thing. Well, there, there's that large tarp uh, kind of underneath the skyway span, so above Canal Side, where they're working on the bridge. Was that always the plan to have that there? You know, just in case there's uh, falling debris, things like that. Yeah, I think uh, th- that's always been the plan, and that they kind of started the work is kind of uh, week by week they started adding more to it to cover all the land uh, at Canal Site. So I think it is meant to be a safety issue. But, um, you know, as far as, again, once that's been up there, it's kind of taken away some of the noise when they've been working, too. At least I've been noticing. Um, I'm actually kind of curious. It's actually, uh, 
it's more like an, it almost looks like an aluminum, you know, uh, a bridge almost underneath it. And we're actually kind of wondering once we uh, get our concerts going, if it's going to add to the light show because it's kind of reflective. So all the stage lights, we're wondering if it's going to kind of make a cool little light show during the show. We don't know yet, but uh, that's kind of what we're thinking. Well, there's that, and then there's also the Exploring More construction, which is ongoing, continuing. I mean, Canal Science is going to look a little different this year for people heading down, whether it be for the concerts, which start a week from today, or anything else. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, everything keeps moving. But, um, you know, the the main side, the Central Wharf area is... Uh, that's the part we can control, so we're just keeping that as clean and uh, and open as we can. Are you noticing any extra dust or debris, or is it all being collected by the tarp? Uh, it's pretty much being all collected by the tarp. Maybe a little bit near the, um, the explored more uh, construction area, a little bit of the walkway to get to the canals. Every now and then you find a little bit of uh, debris and dust there. Uh, but that's really the only area, like that area of concrete that we've really noticed kind of getting a little more, uh, you know, a little more cleanup needed. But really the main lawns and the Pierce lawn, we haven't noticed a thing yet, and, and hopefully that'll continue. Yeah, that's great great for you guys. Well, that tarp is really on the just on the, along the canal side portion of the Skyway. It doesn't continue the rest of the bridge where the construction's going on. Do you know, was that something that you guys requested at canal side? Or was that from the state DOT? Do you know where that came from? As, as you know, we we never actually requested anything. We as we kind of you know um, were invited to meetings and hear the plans and so on. As from from our understanding, it was always in the works. So um, you know, as we got to kind of peek at things, we knew there was never really. We, we were pretty confident that they had a plan for this, so we, we never had to request any additional uh, um, you know safety measures or anything like that, and. Um, once it's been up, now, you know, when you go down and see it, um, when you walk under it, you can kind of tell it. it. It does expand a little bit past the uh, the edge of the skyway. So, um, you know, we, we've been pretty happy with not having to, you know, we, we were a little worried that it would be extra work for us. But so far, there, there hasn't been any uh, anything we had to do. One guy who's been a loud critic, very loud critic of the Skyway Reconstruction Project and the Skyway in general is keeping the drum beat going. Well, you're, you're reconstructing a 60-year-old bridge that is, by their definition, of state DOT structurally deficient. Congressman Brian Higgins says his concerns go much further than the detours and the dirt. So when you seek to repair it, obviously a lot of that concrete uh, is going to uh, crumble you know, much more uh, quickly. Uh, so it is a potential problem. I was down at Canal Side yesterday kind of just checking out, inspecting, if you will, the tarp that's been put under the Skyway, which I I presume will help. But, you know, there's a concern that when you have that aggressive uh, reconstruction activity, you're going to see, you know, big chunks of of, uh, concrete uh, potentially fall on uh, to uh, the land below. You know, Brian, uh, the decision to put that tarp there, I mean, we talked to Matt Lasota at Canal Side, and he said it seems to be really doing a good job. If you didn't know that that construction was going on above you, you, w- you wouldn't be able to tell down at Canal Side. Why not carry that tarp further? Do you know why that decision was made to just put it at Canal Side? 
Well, I, I, you'll never know. Uh, you won't know. I won't know what DOT is thinking because they're indifferent to the concerns of the local community. It's an agency uh, that has a culture that basically imposes its decision on communities without any community input. So I don't know. Uh, you may want to ask them, and they may respond to you. Uh, they don't respond generally to the local community. You know, the other issue is, you know, we had asked several months ago, to consider a synchronized lighting system all along South Park Avenue. Why? Most of the commuter, commuters uh, coming using the Skyway are coming from Hamburg and the South Towns uh, to downtown Buffalo and uh, back from downtown Buffalo to the South Towns. South Park Avenue runs from the village of Hamburg all the way to downtown Buffalo. That is a reasonable alternative to the Skyway, but they, they've not prepared for that. And if you did synchronize lighting, which would cost you about $4,000 per light, you would reduce the commute time by 40%. That is an alternative. They have decided to uh, use Ohio Street. That's fine. Here's the problem. Ohio Street has a lift bridge. We are now in boating season by law because the Buffalo River is a navigable waterway. Uh, the bridge has to be lifted for both commercial and uh, recreational uh, uh, watercraft. And when that occurs, then you have another uh, delay because the bridge can be up for 10 or 15 minutes uh, until boats pass. Uh, that's just poor planning, uh, but this is typical of the New York State Department of Transportation. Uh, they, these decisions aren't being made by local people in Buffalo. These, these decisions are being made in Albany by a bunch of traffic engineers that don't take input from the local community. By my estimation, we're about a quarter way through this massive project, and we'll see how the dust settles. Back tomorrow. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 